DBHDD is reminding Georgians to ask their doctor about alternatives to opioid pain medication. Alternatives such as over-the-counter medications and physical therapy can be used to manage pain. More information at opioidresponse.info. Hello and welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Wednesday, June 28th. I'm Orlando Montoya. Coming up on today's episode, Catholic bishops in Georgia and the Carolinas call for legislative action to address gun violence. The cost of new construction projects soon will be higher in Savannah. And voting for the MLB All-Star Game has entered its final round. We'll talk to Braves first baseman Matt Olson about it. These stories and more are coming up on this edition of Georgia Today. Catholic bishops in Georgia, North Carolina, and South Carolina are calling for legislative action to address gun violence. Meeting in Atlanta yesterday, the bishops signed a statement supporting reforms, including a total ban on assault rifles. Atlanta Archbishop Gregory Hartmeyer says the bishops won't accept that nothing can be done. The easy accessibility of firearms has caused untold damage. We would be failing in our ordination promises if we were to remain silent on an issue that has caused so much pain. The statement comes months after two deadly mass shootings that took place within a week of each other in Georgia, one in Midtown Atlanta and one in Moultrie. State behavioral health officials are working to break cycles of addiction by removing the stigma and shame of opioid use disorder. GPB's Ellen Eldridge reports on a new campaign led by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Disabilities and other partners. The Georgia Recovers campaign tells the stories of people in recovery from opioid addiction. It includes a statewide billboard and social media campaign. DBHDD Commissioner Kevin Tanner says one of their goals is to help people within the criminal justice system to understand addiction is a disease. Family members uh, who have a loved one who has um, a substance abuse or even a mental health illness are afraid or because of stigma to reach out and ask for help. And we're hoping that this Shatterproof campaign will continue to work to reduce the stigma. Tanner says DBHDD is working to build relationships and partnerships with sheriffs across the state. For GPB News, I'm Ellen Eldridge. The U.S. Department of Agriculture on Monday issued a disaster declaration for 18 Georgia counties after an unexpected March freeze decimated the state's peach crop. During a visit to Peach County, Georgia U.S. Senator John Ossoff called the situation dire and told farmers he was pushing the federal government to officially designate the freeze as a disaster. The declaration allows the USDA's Farm Service Agency to extend emergency credit to Georgia farmers. The deadline to apply for the federal loan is February 2024. The southeast Georgia wood resin plant that caught fire and burned for hours in April is closing permanently. The Panova facility has been shut down since the fire halted production and caused evacuations near the site in Brunswick. A statement from the company this morning says reopening the plant would be too costly. About 200 workers will be laid off in phases, with a full shutdown taking about 18 months. South Korean auto parts supplier plans to build a $7 million production facility in Macon. 
Buguk Industries announced today that it plans to manufacture automotive fluid carrying systems at a site that used to be a cigarette factory. The company is expected to hire 80 full-time employees and open the factory next year. It's the latest jobs announcement driven by Kia's manufacturing center in West Point and Hyundai's planned facility near Savannah. Home builders and construction companies in Savannah soon will start paying more for new construction projects. As GP's Benjamin Payne reports, the city begins charging so-called development impact fees on July 1st. The fees will be levied on all kinds of new development, from residential to commercial and beyond, including new churches, private schools, even cemeteries. Savannah joins over 50 other municipalities in Georgia that charge impact fees, which are meant to help defray the cost of new infrastructure shouldered by the city. For a new single-family home, the fee comes out to nearly $4,000. It's roughly the same for multifamily homes, like duplexes and townhouses. As for commercial projects, the impact fee varies based on square footage and the type of business. The city will be charging a lower rate for the first two years as it gradually phases in the program. For GPB News, I'm Benjamin Payne in Savannah. The National Park Service, Macon-Bibb County, and the Macon Housing Authority have finalized plans to expand Okmulgee Mounds National Historical Park. Park officials said yesterday that the county and the housing authority have donated to the park a little less than four acres of land within the Macon Reserve, a site revered as a sacred place to the Muscogee people. The park expansion comes four years after Congress nearly quadrupled the park's boundary and as local partners lobby Congress to make Okmulgee Mounds the state's first national park. Voting for the Major League Baseball All-Star Game is in its second and final round. Fans have until noon tomorrow to cast ballots. Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. has secured his spot by landing the most votes of any player in the first round. But several other Atlanta players are still on the ballot, including first baseman Matt Olson. Earlier today, GPB's Peter Biello caught up with Olson. What goes through your mind when you're thinking about your name being on the ballot, especially when it's right next to Freddie Freeman's name? It's obviously an honor to to be uh, you know thought about for for that. Uh, I think you know you set out at the beginning of the year, and um, you know it's a goal to to be in the mention for it and, and try to make the team. Um, you know what what happens happens. Uh, you know I, I'm 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 good either way, but uh, yeah, it'd definitely be an honor. Yeah, you've launched some serious bombs this year. A uh, few over the chop house. Uh, tell me about your your hitting this year. How would you assess the way you've been at the plate? Um, you know, it's been it's been a little back and forth. Uh, hasn't been as consistent as I would like. But um, you know, when I'm when I'm having good at bats, I'm I guess I'm making them count. I'm uh, you know driving a few balls and and obviously I've hit a few home runs. Um, you know, I think I think the main goal is you're trying to win games. So uh, scoring runs and driving runs in is should be at the top of the list. And um, you know, I've been able to, to drive in a few. It's, it's easy when you got guys like uh, Ronald and, and Ozzy and Murph and uh, Riley ahead of you on base a lot. So they they make it easy for for a guy trying to drive in some runs. And uh, yeah, how do you feel? being a part of this lineup because the word power keeps coming up again and again and there doesn't seem to be any dead spots in this lineup how do you feel to be part of that uh it's the best lineup i've been a part of um you know like you said one through nine it's it's there's no easy outs um you know our eight hole hitter is hitting 
315 right now and is you know one of the best shortstops in the game right now our nine hole hitter was rookie of the year last year and sitting 400 in the last you know two or three weeks you know it's it's in in some places where you would see some soft spots in other lineups uh you know guys who could be a little bit of an easier out um you know it doesn't feel like the case for us and and that's exhausting for for a pitcher on the other side that's orlando arcia uh and michael harris that you were referring to michael harris the second yeah all right let's talk defense Last night's game against the Twins, uh, you were on the receiving end of the putout of an amazing play between second and short. What's going through your mind when you see the other three infielders just turning tricks, stopping balls, and and just nailing the throw from pretty much any corner? I mean, that's that's what we want to be out there doing. Um, you know, that's obviously an incredible play that they made, one that's just spur of the moment. Uh, you know, trust in your baseball IQ and, and the talent, and, um, you know, those guys have a good – rapport together and and are able to kind of make those plays on the fly uh but you know as a whole especially infield defense we we want to be uh a unit that that pitchers have confidence in uh especially with a dude like elder throwing uh sinker guy you got to be able to to have confidence and letting the guys put the ball in play and and have the plays made behind you so um you know we we love hitting, we love driving guys in, but uh, the d- defensive side is, is just as important and we'd like to make it easy on the pitchers. Finally, I know you have to go and, and get ready for today's game, um, but what will you be working on or thinking about uh, for your own development going forward for the rest of the season? Is there a priority area that you're working on? Um, you know, just continue to, to feel better, uh, continue to steadily rise as, as we hopefully work for a playoff run. and, and uh, Feel better, is something bothering you? No, you know, I, like I said, I, I feel like it's been a, a tad inconsistent at times. Um, you know, the strikeouts are high, and uh, I feel like I've been working in the right direction. Um, but uh, it's the name of the game. You don't you don't want to peak in April and and go downhill uh, from there. You want to you know steadily build as as the year goes on, personally and as a team. And and I feel like uh, we're doing that. Well, Matt Olson, first baseman for the Braves. Thank you so much for speaking with me. Thank you. That was GPB's Peter Biello speaking with Matt Olson before the Braves played the Minnesota Twins today. Olson hit an RBI double and a home run to help the Braves beat the Twins 3-0, completing a three-game series sweep. Also today, pitcher Colby Allard made his first major league appearance since October. He missed 78 games this season after a muscle strain in March put him on the injured list. So it's longer than I usually like take in the offseason, you know what I mean? So it's definitely a little bit of a... A little bit of a process, but obviously very excited to be kind of back in action and ready to get going. Today he threw four and two-thirds innings, striking out eight and allowing no runs. The Braves have the day off tomorrow before starting a three-game series at home against the Miami Marlins on Friday. And that's it for today's edition of Georgia Today. If you'd like to learn more about these stories, visit our website, gpb.org news. That's where you'll find the latest from our Georgia reporters. Also, if you haven't yet hit subscribe on the podcast, take a moment to do that now so that you'll always keep us current in your feed. If you have feedback, we'd like to hear that as well. The good, the bad, whatever, email us at georgiatoday at gpb.org. I'm Orlando Montoya. Peter Biela will be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening.